We hear in today's second reading from the second letter of St. Paul to Timothy, we hear these words. He saved us and called us to a holy life, not according to our works, but according to his own design and the grace bestowed on us in Christ Jesus before time began. We are called, of course, friends, to live holy lives. That, of course, always requires us that we are always, always in the presence of God. He never ceases to leave us. An awesome thought. Some years ago, I was on a retreat. The retreat master began one of the conferences early in the retreat, and he said, if God stopped thinking about us for one second, we would cease to exist. I meditate upon that in those number of days on that retreat, and it's something that I think of often. If God stopped thinking about us for one second, we would cease to exist. He's always there. And of course, it's the response for all of us that we respond to him. And of course, he's always trying to get our attention. But how often do we we pray, as we'll pray in the Our Father during the before communion at this Mass, thy will be done. May we pray often to say those words, thy will be done. May we pray often, as in this gospel passage from St. Matthew of the, the story of the transfiguration, it states that again, we, we see the significance of the Father being right there. While he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud cast a shadow over them. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. That relationship that Jesus Christ had with the father, they didn't want to do anything outside of what the father desired for him to do. Is that not, is that not absolute obedience? He was so obedient, even so obedient, even in going to the cross. And all that that would entail for him, the absolute humiliation, the absolute, you know, unbelievable, I mean, to meditate upon his, his tremendous, tremendous love that he has for us. We only need to look at a crucifix to see that great, great love that he has for us, friends. And so may we pray then to be a transfigured, a transformed person. May we pray often to receive, to receive all these graces, but we don't want to be squandering the graces. They're given, innumerable graces are given in the sacrament of the Eucharist. Innumerable graces are given in the sacrament of penance. But may we pray that we can be seeking, 
seeking the Lord and seeking always to do what God wants us to do. If he wants it, I want it. If he does not want it, then Lord, close it up and may I not even go there. And if we're doing this, then we will see that in the example of Moses and Elijah, may we pray to be law-abiding. May we pray that we can always, there not to be some type of restriction in a sense. No, it's to keep us, keep us focused on what is truly important and to keep order, that law and that order can help us and then we also can be like Elijah, where we can be prophetic. The Lord is right there with us, and all we have to do is call upon his name, and he responds to us. And we pray then to the Holy Spirit to have the Holy Spirit dwelling as he dwells within us through baptism, fullness of the Holy Spirit, in confirmation, but how often do we tap into the Holy Spirit? And it states in Scripture that the Holy Spirit will teach you what? Everything. So it would behoove each one of us to have a deep relationship with that third person of the most blessed Trinity. And if we're doing this, then we pray, Lord, may I abide in you. Lord, may I, when I'm discerning something, does it make sense? Is it something good? May I pray that those, those gifts and fruits of the Holy Spirit can be alive in my heart and in my mind. And that I speak when I speak, I'm careful, careful before I speak. Is this what God wants me to be saying? Yes, at times we need to speak and speak the truth, absolutely. But at other times, I think we need to be more quiet and to, to retreat sometimes and to be more meditative. And the church, she allows us, and particularly in this Lenten season, these 40 days in the Lenten season, that's requiring us to be a spirit of meditation, of coming into the church, a Catholic church, if at all possible. Certainly you can pray anywhere and everywhere. Yes, that's true. But it's wonderful to pray in front of the Blessed Sacrament. Wonderful to pray when we have the Blessed Sacrament exposed on this altar for hours on Wednesday and we're hearing confessions during that time. Wonderful when we have our first Friday and into first Saturday, what we had just a couple of days ago, with our 24 hours of Eucharistic adoration. Isn't it awesome? I mean, Jesus Christ is on this altar, and all we have to do is just come and, and be here. It can't get any easier than that, right? May we always see it that way. The Lord does not want us to be hindered. He doesn't want us to be, in a sense, encumbered with all sorts of stuff. No, we give it, we give it, cast all your cares upon him because he loves us. Listen to him because he has so much to tell each one of us. May we pray, friends, on this second Sunday of Lent, that we can be, we can be transformed, we can be transfigured, that we are beautiful people, we are sons and daughters of a most awesome God, 
He loves us beyond comprehension. He wants the best for us. May we listen to him, and then may he, because he always, if we allow him, he leads the way, and we simply follow right behind him. That requires a lot of trust. That requires obedience on our part. But what an adventure. If we do this, friends, it'll be an adventure, and he will continue to lead us, and we will be blessed and bless a blessing to those in, in our lives. And then again, what awaits us, eye has not seen and ear has not heard, what God is preparing for us right now for all eternity. Amen.